Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Chris. And I'm Nathaniel. And today we're doing UFOs. Sort of. It's not just UFOs. Well, what's your case? Um, well, there are UFOs related to it. <laughs> I told you what mine was. No. Yes, I did. We're doing UFOs. Uh, I'm going to do Indians who saw something in the sky one time. <laughs> What? Damn it, never mind. I can't use my story anymore. <laughs> it's it's about a very... It's about a hot spot. Oh, okay. Which there are many sightings of UFOs. Amongst other things. It's not Skinwalker again, right? No. Okay. Because already did that one. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you want from me? This week we're doing Bigfoot. Oh, I got Loch Ness. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. I got the skunk ape. Well, that's oh, similar. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's similar. Thing. Why the hell do you have pink pants on? What's wrong with my pink pants? They're ugly as sin. Oh, they're glorious. I love my yeah. pink pants. They're comfortable. They're pink. They're nice. What's wrong? What do you mean ugly as sin? They are. They're not. You got salmon colored pants on. So? It looks nice. No, it don't. It does. No, it don't. I like them. That's why guys hit on you, not girls. God, I wish guys hit on me. <laughs> At this point, I wish anybody hit on me. My cat won't even come near me. Even if I have peanut butter. I. You know what? I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Uh, but we'll be doing, we're doing a little bit of UFO stuff today. A little more paranormal, away from the true crime stuff, a little more today. Yeah, we had a run of true crime. Yeah, like our last, I want to say like four or five episodes have been true crime. Yeah. So we're going to shake it up and give you some paranormal shit. <laughs> paranormal and UFOs. It's supernatural, isn't it? Hmm? Is it Paranormal? Supernatural. I always fucking mix them up. Uh, it's abnormal, therefore being paranormal. Well, I don't know. It's not necessarily supernatural. It's not. I think supernatural usually refers to creatures and. I don't remember. We discussed this like a while and, ago. Yeah, I mean there are slight differences, but it really doesn't matter. No, but it's still interesting. That's funny coming from you, though. It don't matter. So anal about every little word being proper. You're for... not wrong. <laughs> I think it'd be more paranormal than supernatural. Or abnormal. I'm gonna drink my water, give me a second. Great Foley work. Yeah. Love it. <clears throat> Did you find the synonyms of it? In the descriptions? I'm not talking about Government stuff being declassified as supernatural phenomena. So it doesn't really... Help. It's all over the place. Yeah. Paranormal for ghost encounters and UFO and Bigfoot. I guess they just get tossed back and forth freely. They're, they're kind of they do interchangeable. Have their, yeah, they do have their like main one definitions, but whatever. You'll be all right. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to cover is the most recent sighting I've heard was in Hawaii. It was at the end of last year. Uh, it was actually on the night of December 29th, 2020, at around 8.30 p.m., 
people began to see a blue cigar-like object flying in the sky over the Hawaiian island of Oahu. Oahu. I pronounced that right. Oahu. So, uh, 911 received many calls from multiple witnesses, and the police contacted the FAA to let them know of a possible downed aircraft. The FAA stated that they had no downed flights. All flights were accounted for. Um, two of the witnesses chased it, <laughs> which for some reason people always seem to like to do. I mean, if you saw a weird glowy object, you would probably go, where's that going? No, I, I did when I was a kid, and I freaked out and told my mom to drive. Yeah, but you're not a kid anymore. True. Now I chase fucking ghost noises through woods and cemeteries in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I think we should do that at some point. I should go to a cemetery. That's and not as easy down here. It's really not. There's like a handful of cemeteries. Like even that one time when I was in that cemetery with the girl, it was... Officials from the federal... Yeah? Yeah. I was trying to get the video clip so you can actually see it. <laughs> and I, I had my phone muted, but fucking... <clears throat> Guess not enough. My phone don't give a shit. It kind of looks cool, like a thanks. Little... Put the text over the object. I, I love that. You can see it. it's like like a. It's lady a... says it's longer than it, like bigger than a telephone pole. It kind of looks cigar shaped, but you see it kind of wiggles on the bottom. Like looks like a worm in the sky. It's weird. Bioluminescent. Bioluminescent. Worm. In the sky, flying. So they end up chasing it in the car for about three miles. Before they watched it come out of the sky and drop into the ocean. Oh. And then they never saw it again. But apparently shortly after, another witness saw a similar white object that went behind the mountains and didn't come out from the other side. So they never saw that one again either. They're fighting. They said it looked larger than a telephone pole. Uh, cigar shaped, made no noise. And that was pretty much all they got. <clears throat> you can find a video online. I can probably link to it on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, Not a bad idea. The thing I mentioned to you last night, that there's a newer term, USO, mm-hmm. unidentified submersible objects. Same thing as a UFO, but it dives into the water but instead comes of, out of the water. Yeah. Instead uh, of flying, it's water-based. I heard about the term like 10 years ago. My friend was all in the UFOs. He came running over to tell me about it. The term? Yeah. He wanted he... to show me, like, talk, tell me about it. He heard a story about it. Craft diving <laughs> and it makes kind of sense if they want to come and watch us dive into the ocean we can't even go that far it's true it's a good place to hide um yeah hide shit in the mariana trench and you'll never fucking find it that's dangerous what about the bloops it's dangerous for us it might not be for them hey man the bloops might get them yeah that's probably what the bloop was them yeah they were flushing the septic and the ufo <laughs> uh, uso USO, sorry. Yeah, they're Air underwater. Bubble. It's Air like the came out of the tank. It's like the magma versus lava argument. Like, oh, you didn't disperse the air before you released it. Now they've heard us. <laughs> they're UFOs until they hit the water. Then they're USOs. Yes. Do they meteors turn and meteorites. What? Meteors and meteorites. Also saying lava and magma. It's the same thing. I saw some guy talking about that. How. Someone asked if ice was a rock. Oh, and he looked. Oh, it up I hate he, this. I know yeah. what you're about to talk about. And I he hate looked it. it up and said that technically it has been classified as a rock, so therefore water is, is lava. You know, yeah, yeah. I hate it. And then he said that makes us lava creatures. <laughs> yep, we are no longer water-based creatures. Creatures. We are now lava-based creatures. But 
That's the most recent one I've heard. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coming out with all that declassified shit coming out. Yeah. It is always interesting how we go for years and years and years and the government and everybody's like, no, 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 no. What I love crazy and stupid. I think it's hilarious about shit like this. People are like, it's the government. They wouldn't lie to us. Then they come out and they tell you a bunch of stuff like, they lied look about, at all this yeah. stuff. And they just ignore the fact they were lied to for the past yeah. like 50 the years. The government wouldn't lie to us. Meanwhile, the government's like really declassifying things where the government lied to people. It's like, yeah. ah, yes, you're right. The government would never, never lie to you. Never. Even though our government has a very long history of lying, lying to, everybody. to everybody. Yeah. Lying, stealing, killing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. Well, that's my little thingy about the Hawaiian thing. Now it's. Do you want me to talk about my thing? Your Do you story. want to talk about yours before mine? No. Okay, I'm gonna talk <laughs> about Mount Shasta. Oh yeah, yeah, you did tell me. This. I did tell you what it was. I was making stupid soda jokes. Yeah, and in the the name of this uh, paper I wrote was Mount Shasta versus the Evil Mountain Dew. See, you should have went with Fanta. Yeah, but Fanta's a little too like. At least Mountain Dew has a mountain in it. Yeah, but Mountain Dew is like popular. Fanta's still kind of ghetto-y. Shasta's kind of ghetto-y. Is the one with Fago. Why do you see Fago would have been better? <laughs> the evil underground Fago. Uh, did you say Fanta instead of Fanta? Yeah. Interesting. You never seen the commercials? Do you want a Fanta? Fanta? No, they say Fanta. <laughs> the commercial. They say Fanta in the commercial. Fanta? Yeah. Yeah. They do. I, I I have seen those commercials. Yes. Mm. But I'm gonna be Chris thirty four Nate zero. Keeping tally of all the times yeah. you're wrong with your words. Yeah, I got you. I'm pretty sure you said. Now so. we've said thirty three for the past like six episodes, so I had to up it at least one number. <laughs> Have you heard of Mount Shasta? No. Okay, Mount Shasta is a mountain in California. The funny thing is, once you start telling me the story, I'll be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I know the story." Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Mount Shasta is a mountain in. California. Is it near the Cecil? No. I'm pretty sure it's... I was just watching a documentary about the Cecil Hotel or Cecil, however you want to say it. No, it's like northern, northeast or north central California. If I remember correctly, there's a city not too far from Mount Shasta called Weed. I kid you not. Shastaville. (laughs) <laughs> Shastaville, next to the city of weed. Um, Mount Shasta was a very big religious place for the Native Americans. I wonder if that word has meaning or if that's like where the soda is actually made. Shasta? Yeah. I think it has meaning. Like not on the mountain, but you know, in that range. Right. I don't know if it was actually made in that area. And I'm pretty sure Shasta does have a meaning. Come partake of our natural orange Shasta Springs. <laughs> Uh, so Shasta is very, uh, it's a very religious and energized place, I guess Most you'd call it. Most mountains kind of are. This one a little bit more than normal. There's a lot of things surrounding... I wonder if this is the one they based the mountain in Grand Theft Auto V off of. That was based off of Mount... Isn't it one of the Colorado mountains they based that one off of? I don't know. I'll look it up, you can... Pretty sure... Anyways, it's, it's heavily, like... There's so many weird circumstances around this mountain that has happened. But there's a Native American legend, specifically from the... I'm going to fuck this up. The Kalamath Nation. 
Native American nation, tell many stories of the powerful spirits uh, Lalau and Skell. Okay, so just to get that okay. out, out of the way, Mount Chiliad, Chiliad, I think they call it Native, is likely based on Mount San Jacinto. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, however, it could also be based on Mount San Antonio or San Gorgonio Mountain. Mm-hmm. So, we're over there. <laughs> cool, thanks. I appreciate it. I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> just to clarify. Well, because it's all... The game's got the fucking UFO pictures in it. That's true. It's supposed to be like a religious site. Yep. Uh, yeah, but Mount Shasta is a kind of religious site as well. That's why, that's why I was and thinking it, about I think it. it is still protected under... Martial law. No... Uh, good God. God, what is it called? You can just shoot anybody on that mountain. It's considered a... No man's land. <laughs> it's considered Native American land, if I remember correctly. So it's in like a... Um... I can't think of the word. Neither can I. I can't think of the word, and I'm going to hate myself for it. A reserve. That's it. Yes. A reserve. You have to get permission from the, tri- uh, the nation to go on the land, if I remember correctly. I could be entirely wrong, but I do know it is a holy site to the... Klamath Nation. Okay. Um, I'll go with it. <clears throat> Lalau was a spirit of the underworld who lived beneath Mount Mazama. Skell was a spirit of the sky above world. In the beginning, the stories say that Lalau was able to pass through the hole and climb to the top of Mount Mazama, where he could almost touch the stars where Skell lived. What hole? Uh, it was... It a was... volcano? Nope. It was Crater Lake. Okay, so it's like a big circle type lake. Yep. Okay. There's actually a story that comes from the tribe of how Crater Lake was made. It was initially just a hole in the world. And then basically, I'll just read you the story. I love the old shit like that. We what? can't reach the bottom of this lake. Therefore, it must go on forever. Forever. Yeah, yeah. It's a bottomless <laughs> lake. Uh. <laughs> you must hold breath for many moon. Uh, but yeah, the, the fathers of um, this specific, specific ideology uh, believe the spirits could, um, did often come to the middle world, which is where we live. And would pose as fox and deer and all that and just kind of hang out. Um, <clears throat> the highly worshipped and respected spirits of the earth and the sky often came and spoke with the Kalamath people. The Lao was the spirit of the, I already said that, below world, the Lao Yayan, today known as Mount Mazma, which is topped by Crater Lake. And Skell was a spirit of the above world. Lalau was... Yeah? He took a massive shit and made the crater. Yeah, well, I'm going to get to you how they made the crater. <laughs> well, the hole was always there. That's how they he came out from the underworld, was through that hole. Got yeah, it? Yeah. So they're, they're, that's where the good one came from, the sky <laughs> god? That's no, the sky god is in the sky. Yeah. And he would step down from the sky... And the bad one would crawl out of the hole. Yes. Goddamn pre-cum demon. (laughs) Leaking out of the hole. (laughs) One day while he was standing atop the Lao Yin, or Lao Yin, 
Yeah, yeah. No. You, you're gonna okay. From now on, we have a new rule. You you gotta can only do English words. The Lao Sal Loha, daughter of the Kalmuth uh, chief, and fell madly in love with her. Her beauty was beyond compare. Yeah, he was very ugly, so she rejected him. The anger the Lao had, and he, wow, I fucked that one up. I'm gonna fuck up every episode. Yeah, you, every gotta, you gotta pre-read them. Yep, I do pre-read them. <laughs> Read them while you write them, you know? I do! <laughs> I write it. What do you mean? I see in Pearson. <laughs> I read everything I write, and then I read it again. But yet, every time I get on microphone, I instantly fuck it up. It's because you always pick these words you can't pronounce. Those are their names! Lalau is their name! I know, that's what I'm saying. You always pick ones with words you can't pronounce. <laughs> this angry Lalau, and so he swore revenge on the Kalamath people. For her slight against him. The great Calabath Cal- people, people what a horrible went to slight, you know? Well, yeah, he loved her, and she said, no, you're ugly, go it's away. It's like, you know, an arranged marriage. I don't want you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you're slighting my family. Um, We're keeping the goat. The people went to the, went to Skell in search of help for his people. The Lao was attempting to destroy them by sending fire to the land, and so Skell descended from the sky onto Mount Shasta. He used Mount that's Shasta what the as crater like a was. No. Okay. The crater was. I know the crater is what he crawled out of, but you said we were going to get to the part where you explain how the crater was made. The crater was always there. <laughs> I've told you that three times. I know, but you said you were going to say something about how it was formed. Yes. So I thought that's what he was. No. He fucking fallen down. Lalau is the one from underground crawling out. Skell okay, comes so just down. The, just the fact that he crawled out is why there's a hole there. It's always been there, and that's how he gets in and out. Okay. Okay. It's usually how you get in and out. <laughs> so after coming from the sky, stepping down onto Mount Shasta, he then began battle. He holy smoked the demon. This battle caused the earth to tremble and quake as they hurled fiery red rocks at each other over the great expanse between... Are you sure at some point this wasn't a fucking volcano? That's what they're based off of. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This has to be a volcano if they fucking saw shit flying out of it and based all their gods off of it. Yes, that's how... I asked you in the beginning if it was a volcano and you said no. No, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. When? When you described the hole on top of the mountain, I said, was it a volcano? No, the, the hole said, isn't on top of the mountain. The hole is a hole in the earth. Yes, but I assumed it was on top of the mountain, so I asked you if it was a volcano. I don't remember no. this. It's, we can... I probably just offhandedly said no to you yeah. just to make you shut up. <laughs> you always just say, you always say no. Let's <laughs> get you drunk. Uh, Shasta caused massive landslides. The sky filled with ash and... A terrible darkness spread over the countryside, blocking out the sun for days. Lalau and Skell called all of the spirits of the earth into battle, which caused a great fear among the people and the tribe. To place the gods and to pray... What? Mm, I, I read that one. It. To placate the gods and to pay for the sins to, to of what? Lalau. To placate the gods. Uh-huh. You said placate. Did I? Yes. Huh. To placate the gods and to pay f- for the sins of Lalau, two medicine men from the tribe threw themselves into the pit of the Blow World. The Blow World? Fuck, you get high there. The, bl- the Below World. 
Their sacrifices impressed Scale so much that he fought with the renowned vigor and defeated aloud, driving him into the deep depths of the below world, where Scale then imprisoned him beneath top beneath the top of Mount Mazma by collapsing the mountain and covering up with a deep dark pit with beautiful blue water, creating a lake that would be that would forever reflect the wonders of the sky above. Nice. This brought peace to the land and created a sea of tranquility. I I can't take responsibility for that. I that's the story. You that didn't it, you didn't define that legend? No, I'm I'm saying I wasn't that, alive when this legend was made. I can't you know take responsibility for that. No, I'm trying to say I didn't write that whole thing. I you took the Peter. actual story to exam. Did Mama Watson write this one too? No. Did our foreign correspondent? <laughs> I wrote this, damn it. What? Why do you do this to me? Anyways, that's that's basically why it's a religious site to these to the Native American people. Specifically, it, you know, I was, I was thinking tribe, about something the funny about the podcast. <laughs> that can't possibly be true. You don't ever think. No, I don't. Yeah, I try not to as little as possible. No, I was thinking about how like. Um, someone at work asked about the podcast. Like, are you going to beat Nate down on the podcast? I always do. And yeah. I was thinking about, like, we don't when we're not recording. We just sit here and seriously discuss shit. I know. It's only when the microphones are on we kind of go at we each other. We got to entertain the people. That's true, but we entertain each other, or the people, by cutting each other down. Yes. Like Which I'm fine people with. like. That's what society, that's what America's based on. Yeah, but that's basically the origins of Mount Shasta and um, Shasta Cola, the Crater Lake. Okay, so um, that's not the entire story about Mount Shasta. What? Yes, yeah. I'm going to talk about that. That's what I was wondering. I thought I'm like, there's, there's more over there though. <laughs> oh no, there's that, and then all of this. And oh, this okay. all has to do with Mount Shasta. That's all you got. Come on, look at this. I purposely didn't go <laughs> deep into some of the stuff that involves Yeah, you've never been deep. Cool, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm sure there's actually something in my nose, and I'm trying not to sneeze. It's blow. No, it's water. When I squirted it in my mouth just two seconds ago, <laughs> he's dying. He was chugging vodka a second ago. He doesn't want to come good. out. <laughs> I'm trying to sneeze, but it doesn't work out. Anyways, that's the Native American legend of Mount Shasta. Okay. Um, there's some other things that happen surrounding Mount Shasta, such as UFO sightings, weird lights. Uh, actually, very common, the cloud formation around it gets really weird and kind of creates this weird halo-looking thing. Probably a big updraft. There was a reason before uh, behind it. If you think like the... If the... Like, say the mountain's surrounded by planes. If the wind whipped across the plane, shoots out the mountain, it's going to mm-hmm. disperse the clouds, make a halo. It doesn't disperse them. They all corrugate, uh, conjugate. Oh, I think like the inside is blown out. Like no, 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 no. It's oh, it's yeah. really weird and kind of cool looking, but it happens quite frequently at Mount Shasta, and there's a reason for it, and I can't remember what it is. Um, but because of this, a lot of weird things has happened around it, such as like lights going in and out. A lot of people have I've heard. And I didn't write this down, so I'm going to go ahead and say it now. That people seeing a lot of like UFO esque lights above Mount Shasta disappearing, and some people said they've seen doorways that they've gone into, which have led to the belief of not interstellar, 
UFOs, but interdimensional UFOs. Well, I mean, isn't that one of the theories of how we could possibly time travel in the future? Through dimensions instead of space, yeah. No, no, like how uh, we actually ripple the fabric of space so the two ends touch and we come out on the other end when it unfolds. Like a slip space fold? Yeah. Gotcha. That thing. <laughs> that thing. You know what I was talking about. I didn't know the name. Yeah. It's well, a theory, though. There's that also you the... Fold, you actually fold space and time yes, and you just kind of punch, go through the There's they also touch. the um, Rosenberg-Einstein bridge, I think it's called, something like that. Which is a similar concept. Imagine being, imagine being the first people to like actually do that type of travel if it ever becomes possible. Because you got to think when the fabric of space straightens back out, mm-hmm. it's going to be a hell of a ride on the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting like 50,000 Gs. Yeah. Um, Nobody ever survived. We don't know if they... So there's some interesting things that happened because of Mount Shasta. Namely, one that's not too old. I think this was made in like the 90... Like... 1990 or 1932 something like that big difference 1990 and 1930 yes it is i meant 1930 i misspoke the first time because i was alive at the second one (laughs) depends what part of 1990 because i would be alive too yeah the very end of it yeah the fucking year i graduated from high school yeah it'd be like that sometimes though um So I don't want to talk about this, but at the same time, it's really funny. So, there was a man who was hiking the mountains of Mount Shasta. His name was... Oh, God, did I not write his name down? That's I, a long fucking name. I've realized... Holy I, shit. I think I don't... I don't think I wrote his name down. He must be an Indian to have a name like that. I hate you sometimes. No, who am I kidding? I hate what is you your name? Times. Oh, God, they didn't write my name down. What? I didn't write his name down. <laughs> That's your name? Yeah. Everybody else just calls me Steve. Did I not write his name down anywhere? Apparently not. <laughs> I really did not just write this man's name down anywhere. Okay, well, it's a man. We'll call him Steve. <laughs> He's a guy who was looking for a rumored branch of the Great White Brotherhood, known as the Brotherhood of the Mount Shasta. The Great White Brotherhood? Yeah. Is it's it- not great. Is it like white supremacists or something? No, shit? it's based upon like ascension and like bettering yourself and body and mind. Oh, to like every cult. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Most cults, except the ones that are just about fucking. Yeah, those, those are the best cults. If we do this, we'll just we'll ascend to somewhere better. It's not ascending somewhere better. It's just sending, yeah, like making you as a better person. And then ascending to a higher plane. Um, while he was up in the mountains looking for this brotherhood, he ran into a man, an ethereal man, named <laughs> Count of of St. Germain. Count of St. Germain? Yep. Okay. Yep. He's an uh, ethereal... Religious figure? Yes. Yep. Did he come down with two stones with commandments on him or anything? No. However, he did have <laughs> multiple encounters with this man afterwards, uh-huh. which he then started a cult. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I knew the cult was coming. Okay, okay. Maybe I shouldn't say cult because they never classified him as a cult. They classified him as a organization or something along those lines. Yeah, but we've already discussed it. Yeah. Technically, technically speaking, all religions and stuff like that are cults. 
so he met this man multiple times, uh, not always on Mount Shasta, mind you. He met them initially on Mount Shasta, and yeah, I don't know if you know who St. Germain is, but he's apparently one of the Ascended Fathers, is what they call them, something like that. Of the White Brotherhood? Of, yes, actually, <laughs> of not the White Brotherhood, the of the branch. Theosophical Religious... Um, of the White Branch Davidians? <laughs> The religion's not that bad. I'll, I'll just go out and say it right now, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I might join it. It's not that bad. No, I would never join it. Um, he starts a religion based off of it, where he claims he had multiple contacts with uh, St. Germain, and he told him how to conduct his religion, and they actually were pretty big for a long so time. So it's like every fucking religion. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> It's like every fucking religion. I went on a mountain and talked to this guy, and I have rocks. Need to bring rocks. He just brought knowledge. The other one was the same way. They wanted the magic underwear. What? The religion with the magic underwear. I have no idea what you're talking about. The guys from South Park did a whole play making fun of it. I had not a clue. God damn it. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to dive into that religion, because I can spend a lot of time with all the weird shit that happened with the religion. The dude died, and then his his wife continued it. And his wife, whose name was Edna. 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 Grandmothers. Really? Is your grandmother her? No. <laughs> uh, Temple garments. Uh, for the Mormons. It's magic underwear. Really? Yeah. Strange. What was it? Did you know Jesus' grandmother had seven heads? See, they all wear those. That's weird. <laughs> it's magic underwear. Did you know that? Jesus' grandmother? Is that one of their thingies? No. No, the reason being is because the Vatican, uh, seven different places uh, claimed they had Jesus' grandmother's authentic head, and the Vatican certified them all as being authentic. So she just so she she would have to have seven heads if they're all authentic. So Jesus' grandmother was a hydra. Sure. So hydras have seven heads. Hydras have more than seven heads. Some. Some. <laughs> Traditionally, they have three. So it's Cerberus. Mm-hmm. Anyways, no, I'm not going to continue with that club because they kind of just not really do anything interesting. I know they get sued at one point because, like, he made books. Uh, he made 20 books called the Green Books, and they're all about the religion and about how he met. Um, Twisted has an album called the Green Book. Really? Yes. I wonder if it has any correlation. No. <laughs> you don't think so? No. It might. I mean, maybe the name, but, I mean, lyric-wise, nothing. <clears throat> no, I meant correlation of maybe they ma named it that because of these books. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I said. Maybe they picked the name because they heard that Right. Um, and that was supposed to be, like, their religious thing. And, like, their whole religion was about, again, ascending. It's really weird, but not too crazy. I didn't hear any or read any bad things about things they've done. Uh, Okay. That's Therefore, one weird thing about Mount Shasta. Never done anything bad. Do you want to do your story before I continue my Mount Shasta thing? Uh, I can if you want to break it up like that. Sure, we can do that. And then I'll talk about um, the more interesting things about Mount Shasta after that. Oh, about time. <laughs> Fuck you. And actually, on that note, we'll take a little short break.
Okay. So, we're going to talk about my story. Barney and Betty Hill. Oh, fuck. I forgot this was your story. <laughs> I'm not going super, super in-depth. No, so. please don't, because it, 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 it can get pretty intense. No, because if we went super in-depth... In depth, have would... I ever told you I really hate these people? Why? I don't like them. It's one of the most well-documented... It is. I don't like them, though. You don't like anything. Is that true? Well, I, I like a good case, like, I don't like them. I like what? these weird, weird, obscure ones that nobody could ever try and prove anything. Mount Shasta <laughs> is a good story. This is a good story. I'm not saying it's a bad one. I just don't like the people. Why? It's because they're an interracial couple, isn't it? Son of a bitch. No. It's not why. Yes, it is. It's not why. You're one of the white branch Davidians. You're going to make people think I'm an actual, like, white supremacist or something. Because you are. A gay white supremacist. Yeah. Well, see, now you just, you finally came out. Finally... I said you're going to make people believe. Oh, I thought you said, I, you, am... I thought you said, you know how many people believe I'm a no, white supremacist. No. And you're you're like, going to yeah, make a gay people... white supremacist. <laughs> you're going to make people believe that I'm a white supremacist, a gay white supremacist. They already think that. Where's salmon pants? They don't know what color pants I'm wearing until you point it out. I, I did at the very beginning. Exactly, it's what I'm saying. Okay, so Barney and Betty Hill claim... You're lucky I'm wearing pants at all. <laughs> Normally you're not. Exactly. Barney and Betty Hill claim they were abducted in rural New Hampshire from September 19th to the 20th in 1961. And it's considered one of the most widely publicized abduction cases in U.S. history. Boop, boop. The foley work for you. I, I know. <laughs> right. It was itchy, so I had to poke it. <laughs> Scratch it. Fuck that. <laughs> okay, Barney was a postal worker who passed away in 1969, while Betty Hell was yeah. a social worker, and she he passed away. The, he died on the moon landing in 2004. I didn't yes. know she was alive. That she night. was alive for a long period of time. They were well regarded in their community, and just to mention that they were an interracial couple. I already said that. Yeah. Hey, did you know they're interracial couple? Well, no, because like it says, uh, back then it wasn't very common, so they kind of got looked at weird. True. So there's actually something about that later on, so I want to make sure. Did you talk about the duplex? The one that Kucharkov had lived in. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so their, their case goes by two names. If you want to find out any more about it, one is the Hill abduction, and the other is Zeta Reticuli incident. And that one sounds way fucking cooler, doesn't it? Zeta Articulary. Ooh, I smacked the shit out of that yeah. table. And the word. <laughs> I was trying to say it when I messed up. Okay, so the incident began on September 19th in 1961. The Hill said it occurred around 10.30 p.m. They were on their way back from a vacation in Niagara Falls when Betty noticed a bright spot of light in the sky. Niagara Falls. Yeah. That moved from below the moon to a western like a western direction at an upward angle. At first, she thought she was seeing a shooting star, except that it was going up. So why would you think that in the first place? Shooting stars can go up. Okay, let me rephrase that. They go that. across. So they can look like they're going up. Yes. Yes. They're still going down, yes. technically, because they're meteorites depends on where you are up. on the horizon. Yes. That's why they look like they arc through the sky. Mm-hmm. But the Earth is flat, so there must be a straight line. Oh shit! We just proved it wrong with a comet. <laughs> Did you see the whole thing oh, where, like, fuck. 
They said they would finally prove the Earth was flat and if they, they could ever proved... afford like a fifty thousand dollar rocket. If I remember correctly, no, it was a fifty thousand dollar like compass. Are you talking about the pendulum? No, something like that. But it, it used like there's a oh god. They what said it if called? the Earth is round. No, this is like a a little thing they bought. Oh, device and. Basically, it goes by the movement of the Earth. They said, if the Earth is truly round and we are turning, this will move five degrees every hour. Yeah, it's a pendulum. Yeah, and then they bought it's it. It's a fuck, and what is it, it called? It fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> it went five degrees every there hour. There's a specific pendulum, and it's huge. No, this the one they have is small. It's like the ones they use on like planes and shit. They said it's like a $20,000 oh, device. Oh, like a, um, it's a geo something. Yeah, something remember. like that. But they proved themselves wrong after spending all the money buying this thing to prove that the world was flat yeah there is a pendulum and i can't remember what it is i think it's like a jasper pendulum or something like there's that a, there's a huge pendulum somewhere it's like a big famous pendulum yeah yeah um it, it's on the equator so it only swings one direction it no it'll swing it swings as the earth turns it stays it's... perfectly still as the world turns around yes it, so it'll make a full circle yeah in a day. That, is that the one they put the sand under yes it's like it... a museum Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it. There's a few of them, but the the one you're thinking of is in that museum. Yeah, we had it's... one in a museum up in New York. Which it would kind of work, but not as well because it needs no, to be No, it would be a... perfectly like that one would be. Yeah, it has to be on the equator. Yeah, for no, because this one made big loops. Yes. So it would make like a, like a uh, you wouldn't even know what these toys were probably. Spirograph. Okay. You know what that was? No. Like? Oh, when we were kids, this toy came out called a Spirograph and you put a piece of plastic over the paper and it had teeth like a gear oh yes i know you what those are them, yeah you put the pen yeah, in yeah. and you make and a, you spin it's the same it. idea yeah 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 um but yeah it, this it's is funny cool. everyone's like oh you gotta do this complicated thing it's like no dog i mean we proved the earth was round with the pendulum yeah literally hundreds of years ago so they, pro- they proved it was flat with a uh spirit level on a plane yes because yeah. the plane is level you dipshit yeah <laughs> you're only measuring this much yeah also did you see the one guy who sought out to prove the Earth was flat? To shoot himself up in space yeah. and took his rocket away from him? No, not that one. Oh, There's one that told him he can't do it. That one was really funny, too. Uh, but he spent so much money tr- trying to prove that the Earth was flat, and he ended up proving that it was round. He was like, huh, ain't that some shit? I was like, yeah, it's probably because it's, round. you know, round. Why would you look in space and go, look, the moon's round, but we're fucking flat. Oh, or look, m- Mars is round. Oh, yeah, we're flat. It blows my mind more than anything. Do you know where it... it comes from? No. The belief that the earth is flat? No. Because in the Bible, it says the earth rests atop the pillars of creation. So they think we are a disc sitting on top of pillars floating when... through space. I like how the rest of the Bible is metaphors. But that, that one nope, specific that's, that's thing. Serious. We are literally a flat disc sitting on four pillars flying through space with all these other round planets around us. I love the idea of that. Yeah, I went to the actual fucking Flat Earth Society to find the fucking origin of this. And that's, that's what it is. That's the so dumb. Bible. It throws... It, it. Why would the... This is my big issue with the Flat Earth Society. They're is, stupid. Aside from that is... They're all around the globe. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point? Why would the governments of the world try so hard to convince everybody that the Earth is round instead of flat? What do they gain? Total control, just like the virus. <laughs> I read someone posted that the virus was scientific or uh, engineered so our government could control us 
by controlling the flow of food and essentials like toilet paper. They can panic us and keep us all inside our houses. Okay, what about the other governments? Yeah. (laughs) You know, the ones that actually care about their people. You know, the world. You know, the governments that actually help their people. They wouldn't be doing this. I would like to be uh, This is a way to fuck off topic. It really is. No, no, not that. Something else I wanted to say. Oh. The pendulum thing reminded me of it. The world's most accurate clock. Yes. Do you know how they keep it accurate? Isn't it a hydron clock? It's got the big swinging pendulum. Yeah. And if it gets slightly out of time, they put a penny on one side of it <laughs> to counterbalance it back to the exact time. Love it. So now how do you check the world's most accurate clock? I guess you would use... With a more the... accurate clock? Yeah, with a more accurate clock. I mean, there's also nuclear clocks. Yeah, but there's this one that um, the world uses as their timepiece. The world uses. Yeah, like if you... I know what you're talking about. Like if you set your phones up, we all pull our time from that fucking clock. Yeah. Which would be funny if you just kind of like, as a terrorist organization, run and just fucking stop the pendulum and run away quick. <laughs> Fuck up the whole world. <laughs> Uh, it's like, um, there's weights in the world that we use as the quintessential, that is the weight of a certain thing, like a pound. Like they have a specific weight that is specific. That they always use to double check it. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. As we should start a terrorist organization. I shouldn't have said that on there. (laughs) And hello NSA, how are you? We should start an organization. Uh... And what we're going to do is we're going to run in and we're going to stop the fucking pendulum on the world clock. We're going to go to where all the weights and bounces are, and we're just going to put a little coating of nail polish on the top of it to throw it off just the fucking tiniest of a gram and fuck up all the measurements and time Have in the whole world. Have you seen what they actually do with these weights and how careful they are with them? That's what I mean, though. But they, you, you, you have you to imagine, wear specific gloves. Can you so imagine? Your yeah, prints, finger oil doesn't get yep. on it and weigh it down. Yep. So can you imagine if you went in and just fucked up all those things? It'd be funny. You would fuck up time all around the world. You'd fuck up the weight systems. It'd be all right. We'll fix it within, like, a week because we would just have to redo everything. How? What do you mean, how? If you go in and say, fucking smack that one pound weight with a hammer and put a big ass dent in it, how are you going to recalibrate that exact perfect weight that they use to calibrate every other weight in the world? The weight wasn't gifted to us by God. No, I know They noticed. had to get to it at some point. The point is... It if, would take them a little bit, but they could easily fix it. The point is that if they use that weight to specifically make sure every other weight is proper, yes. and you fuck up that weight, how can you make sure that weight is proper now? By using all the other weights you just made. They're not perfect enough. That's the one perfect one. Right. Then it's still so not even... Fuck it up. It's still not even perfect. You just have to make another perfect one. It'll take a while. So you're going to make another pound, but then you can't check if that pound is accurate because the real pound is fucked up. <laughs> Time. See? Yeah. It's not going to work. Our world society <laughs> won't be crippled if no, our weights are thrown off. It will fuck shit up for a while. It'll be funny. You know who will be fucked up? Scientists. That's it. Ain't nobody else shit will true. give a shit. We don't give a shit. Um... My father was actually telling me a story. It's the only reason why we have these is to have it. My father was actually telling me a story where the place he worked mm-hmm. sent people over to Japan. Right. Because they wanted to form a partnership. That makes sense. And. It happens. They, one of the guys went out and he questioned one of the Japanese workers' craftsmanship. And the guy calls him over to his fucking, basically like his toolbox or desk or whatever 
He pulls out degree after degree after degree. Oh, shit. Then he pulls out the thing that they're making. Right? <laughs> say it's a break just for shit, just for the sake of the story. Yeah. He pulls out, the, say, the break piece they're making. And he puts up the little caliper thing to it to measure it. Mm-hmm. Their offset that they're allowed is negative zero to positive zero. It has to be dead on the money every single one they make when ours is like, you know, 20. Yep. <laughs> so this is I said, you know, get the fuck out of here. We're not doing business with you <laughs> because their quality is so much better. Yeah. Why would you go to a company that allows mm-hmm. flaws? That is true. Don't want to allow flaws. I like a lot of the mindset and philosophy of J- Japanese workers. Though it can be quite uh, extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you fucking mess up the stocks by a penny and you jump out the fucking window. I don't know if that's quite <laughs> what they do, but okay, sure. Let's get back to the hills. So they were coming home from Niagara Falls. She saw what she thought was a shooting star. Except that it was going up. She asked Barney to pull the car over so she can get a better look, as well as walk the dog. That damn dinosaur. So he pulled over. She got out the binoculars, took a look at the object. She said it was odd-shaped and was flashing. I'm sorry. Multiple colors. I'm sorry. You just <laughs> dropped my kitten on the floor. <laughs> it was flashing. Now they're going to think you're going to crush porn. <laughs> Dropping a kitten doesn't crush it. Well, the fact he stepped on it afterwards does. <laughs> and filmed it. Make people think I'm... Are, are you done over there? You're no. Gonna, now you're going to fucking put the chair through the sliding door. I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine. Keep reading. Please. <laughs> she looked at it. It was odd shape. It was flashing <laughs> colors. Several years before her sister had mentioned seeing a flying saucer, she now was thinking, okay, am I seeing a flying saucer as well? Barney, on the other hand, said he thought it was just a plane heading in the direction of Vermont mm-hmm. to go up to Montreal. So soon after saying this, the object ascended very rapidly towards them, and Benny realized it's not a plane. And he oh, urged shit. Betty to get back into the car. So they, t- they took off in the car towards see I'm going to mess up this word now Fransonia Notch Franconia Notch which is a narrow stretch of road through the mountains I didn't bother writing all the mountain shit they drove slowly keeping an eye on the object they kept coming closer and it passed by a landmark on Cannon Mountain known as the Old Man of the Mountain which is like a stone formation yeah and she says, judging by the shape or the, the size of the craft next to that formation, it was roughly one and a half times the length of that formation. And that formation is 40 feet. Oof. So the craft would be 60 foot. I'm good at math. Quick maths. Quick math. And it was also rotating now. She could see it better. A bit farther down the road, the craft descended again, Adam, at a rapid pace, and uh, it began to hover around 800, 800, 80 to 100 feet above the car, which cars bar- caused Barney to stop the vehicle. Caused Barney to stop the vehicle? Yep. Damn cars. It caused Barney to stop the vehicle. Barney says the object was so large it took up the whole view from the windshield. Even, you know, being 80 foot up, it's still... What are you showing me? Oh, the pendulum? Yep, that's the pendulum that... Look up the world clock. Yep. Focal pendulum. So Barney, being the man he was, he jumped out of the car, 
pulled his pistol. <laughs> what? Yeah, he had his pistol on him. What? And he took out his binoculars. He looked up the object where he says he saw it. This one is kind of weird. Eight to 11 humanoid figures looking out the window at him. Could have been eight. Could have been, been 12. Been Maybe 11. They, but they all wore black glossy uniforms and hats. And we're looking at him. All the figures except for one walked away from the craft's windows to a panel on a rear wall, which I think was weird that they could see that too. Bright lights, but they can see the rear view wall. Well, the rear is wall. the window like on the fucking bottom of the ship? And they're like yeah, defying gravity inside of it. Also, is, the, is it, if you're is below it, it and it's eighty feet above you, you can't really look. Unless in the see. window is tilted down towards you. Yeah, and their floor's tilted, and they're fucking defying gravity. Well, they might have artificial gravity on their ship. You don't know. And I'm not going to judge the aliens. They yeah. want artificial gravity. They can have artificial gravity. <laughs> so they walked. In- all of them except one walked the panel on the back wall, like a computer type thing. And the one that was looking at him was communicating with him, telling him to stay where he was and keep looking. Barney says that soon fins or wing-like objects, as he says, red wing-like objects, extended from the craft, and a long structure descended from it as the craft came closer, within 50 to 80 feet from the ground, and about 300 feet away. Barney ran back to the car hysterical, and they fucking took off. He said that they were going to capture them, (laughs) so they fucking took off quick. Damn, this guy doesn't know how to listen to instructions. No. That's why they got pissed and probed him. <laughs> so, we don't normally do the probing, but you're a fucking dick. Ugh. We asked you to <laughs> stay right there, and you fucking left. So they began to hear a series of beeps and buzzes. Now I'm going to stick this tube down your penis. It actually says they could tell it was, like, bouncing off the trunk. What? The sounds. That's what I thought that was weird, too. And they felt the car was beginning to vibrate, and they started to feel like a tingling in their bodies, and then they just kind of were out of it. And the next thing they knew, they heard more, another series of beeps and buzzes, and they came too. Magnets. It felt like only, not saying aliens are real, but... But aliens. Aliens. Hand gesture and all, aliens. (laughs) So to them, it felt like only moments had passed, but they realized they had traveled nearly 35 miles from where they had begun to feel strange. They also only had brief portions of their memory. They remembered making an abrupt turn and coming to a dead end, then seeing a fiery orb in the sky. Which is a good movie, Fire in the Sky. What? That's another abduction story. I don't think I've seen Fire in the Sky. Yeah, it's about, uh, I forget his name, Travis something. Scott. What? (laughs) Travis Scott? Yeah. Who the fuck's Travis Scott? A singer. Is he? A rapper, I believe. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> there's, a movie, something there's a movie called Fire in the Sky and it's about a famous abduction case the uh, guy disappeared for like three or four days I, then his I think his brother or his parents or somebody woke up to a phone call from him and yes him I know this story yeah. and he was like outside in a naked outside yeah yes it's a good story it is an interesting story sorry anyways <laughs> so the, the, you know they couldn't remember much they remembered a fiery object in the sky and stuff. they arrived home at around dawn I'm not concerned. <laughs> I'm showing him Travis Scott. They arrived home around dawn the next morning, and they kept having strange feelings and were acting a bit strange. This one I thought was kind of weird, too. They said one of the strange things they did was they didn't bring their luggage fully inside. They left it by the door. Is that a strange thing? Yeah, it just sounds lazy. 
It's yeah. not very strange to be I don't be know lazy. that's strange. It's just like, you just had a traumatic experience. You kind of not going to be like, oh, I got to make sure I get everything out of the trunk into my house and unpacked. Yep. Also, their watches had stopped working and they could never get them working again. Uh, the binocular Tiny. strap was torn, but Barney doesn't remember it tearing. Magnet. Toes of his shoes were scraped up and... <laughs> they were trying to steal his toesies? There's some freaky now, ass aliens. Had, it said he had like the really nice dress type shoes on. They got scrapped. Toes were all scraped to shit. Now, if he had Crocs on... <laughs> they wouldn't have been abducti- abducted. Nobody would have believed his story. Because <laughs> he would have been from Florida. Uh, Crocs weren't invented back then, unfortunately. Fortunately. I wish they weren't invented now. <laughs> you don't like Crocs? I've never even worn I would refuse. Do you remember when they used to sell them in the dollar store and now they're like 60 bucks a pair? Yeah. That's fucked up. They're yeah. fucking foam, people. Go buy an igloo cooler and tape it to your feet. <laughs> Save you some money. Yeah. Uh, that's true. He, uh, I don't like Crocs either. He also kept getting this urge. He was like compelled to go to the bathroom and examine his genitals. I have that urge he all just, the time. He was just spanking it like crazy. And just <laughs> used this as an excuse. I just have, I have urge an urge to, to go look at my nuts. I have to examine it and make sure it works. Yeah. I'll be back, Betty. All you hear is, oh, oh. The bathroom. Jesus, did he turn into a monkey? The fuck happened there? No, he's fucking just going nuts on it. He's going ham on his... Ham. He's going ham on his baloney. <laughs> yep. Oh, yikes. So... I use, I'm going to start using that excuse from now on. I think I've been abducted by aliens. I need to go... I need to go masturbate. Sudden, sorry. I just have an urge to go look at my member. I got to go see if a probe comes out when I do this. Yeah. This is Gosh. scientific. It's science. Gosh, Betty, you never understand me. Not saying aliens are making me do this, but aliens. But aliens. <laughs> they also kept taking showers because they felt like they might have been contaminated because they realized something must have happened. They each took turns. They like they drew a picture. They wrote down shit, took a picture, you know, drew a picture of what they observed. They and they were trying to... to piece together an accurate timeline because they don't really remember what happened. They should have went into two separate rooms, drawn a picture, and then come back. Barney's will be his penis. Yeah. <laughs> the first dick pic. That would not be the first. Absolutely not. No, because... 1930? Found... Was this... Was no, they this... found ones that Romans drew on, wall, exactly. on fucking walls. In Pompeii. They were on, like, walls, like, when they were in a battle. They were, like, behind a wall drawing dicks and shit. It would not be the first dick pic. Um, Betty also noticed that... Well, they were trying to put together a timeline from when they first heard the buzz to the second buzz. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the fuck happened. She also, when she was putting her clothing away, she noticed that the dress she was wearing had a pink powder on it. And it was torn in multiple places. She couldn't fix it. She went to throw it out, then changed her mind. Pink powder? Yeah, and put it back cool in the closet. Um, it says that, actually, multiple laboratories over the years have been testing that powder. And nobody knows what it I is. I could not find anything online, so I'm assuming if they're going to keep testing it, they don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. There's no point in going, oh, it's lime. Well, let me try it. Oh, it's, oh, lime. it's lime. Oh, let me try. Lime? Lime. I'm just picking some random oh, okay. dust. Like limestone dust. I gotcha. Yeah, I was just picking a random thing. Like powder from a stone. And no, 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 I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just, it was just a weird one to say. It just popped in my head. Okay. Know. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on my way. Shut your whore mouth. It's a great fucking show. You shut you your whore shut mouth. You shut your whore mouth. Have you watched Walker? 
Texas Ranger? Yes. No. <laughs> oh. I will never watch Walker, Texas Ranger. He's pretty good. Why did that come up? Because you were Was talking... song in it? You are talking about Wayward Sons. No, that Carry On My Wayward Sons song is the one Supernatural uses. Uh-huh, and the person, Jared Padalecki, is the new Texas Ranger. Are the you fucking Walker, serious? The new Walker, Texas Ranger. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're making a show called Walker. I lost respect for him. It's pretty good. Nobody can live up to Chuck Norris. <laughs> I hate Chuck Norris. It's pretty good. Why do you hate Chuck Norris? Because he's a huge Trump supporter and an asshole. He's also like 80 years old and almost Doesn't dead. give him reason to be an asshole. No, I'm saying he's almost dead. He's way past his time. So I could probably take him. Maybe. Kick him out of his... Fucking do that... Fucking wheelchair. This, what the hell is this famous kick? That fucking sidekick? I have no idea. In the Texas Ranger thing, he did like that turning sidekick. That was like his big thing. That's just like a side kick you in the face. No idea if it had a special name. I don't think it does. It's just a high kick. It's just you know you twist at the hip, you put your foot sideways. That's you kick just in the a face. high kick. Yes. Well, I mean you can kick forward high too. It's a turning side kick. I think that's what it was supposed to be called. Anyway, that was his big thing. He fucking kicked people. <laughs> it's true. I mean, did you watch Enter the Dragon? I'm gonna go kick him in his wheelchair. Like that. Was it Enter the Dragon? Pretty sure. Uh, isn't he the only one that's supposedly the only one to ever actually beat Bruce Lee in an official fight? I don't know if he ever did. I think supposedly he's the only one who ever did. I don't know. So he could probably still kick my ass at 80. Maybe. Okay, so uh, about the trunk thing, they also noticed weird cylindrical like scrapes on the trunk. I think that's why they mentioned the vibration or the sound bouncing off of it. That is interesting. Betty contacted the Air Force Base, but out of fear of being labeled a weirdo, she withheld some of the details. What is your initial knee-jerk reaction to contact the Air Force Base and not the police? Because if you contact the Air Force Base, you can see if there's a plane in the sky. That attacked you? No, but you could... If they caught something on radar, the police don't have radar. I got you. They do. So, Different kind of radar, though. Yeah, speed guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we clocked the light going at uh, about 4,000 kilometers an hour. Yeah, what's your point? Okay, so Major Paul W. Henderson telephoned her back for a full report and determined they had just misidentified the planet Jupiter. <laughs> well, I'd fucking say so, because Jupiter usually doesn't swoop out of the sky yet. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of stays there. Makes me black out. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think I, I think I misidentified it. This is, this is definitely something different. <laughs> You're right. You're definitely right. The next month, the, mil, the, the Hills met with Walker and Webb who was a Boston astronomer and a member of NICAP. The National Institute... N-I-C... N-I-C-A-P. National Institute of Corresponding... Alien Planets. Aeronautical nope. Places. Alien Planets. It's the National Investigations Committee Damn. of Aerial Phenomena. That was my second guess. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I would have went with Alien Planets, personally. <laughs> AP at the end, come on. Advanced placement. So they had a six-hour interview. He came to the conclusion that Barney was unable to remember some things due to a mental block that he had out of fear of remembering what had actually happened. Hold on. This isn't... Go on, but I have something to add to this when you're done. But after the entire interview, he concluded they were telling the truth. Okay. Wait, what were you saying? Well... 
There's a story, I, if I remember correctly, where the the uh, a guy said he was a doctor and tried to get get people hypnotized so they can release their mental blocks, but like this dude was not a doctor. No, but they and... do get hypnotized. Okay, it's <laughs> no, not this guy no, though. No. I know. No, no, he was just a member of that. No, that thing. Fire in the sky, that one. The doctor, a doctor approaches them and says, "Oh, I'm a doctor, and I have." And he just wanted like to hear the story, pretty much. Uh, well, he Glide tried to trick them, saying like he was a, like he he knew ways to like hypnotize them to remember their what happened, and it was all BS. And like this dude kind of just disappeared afterwards because he's like, "Fuck this, I'm out." There's a better way than hypnosis to get people's dark secrets out of their head. Mm-hmm. Booze. Lobotomy. <laughs> That's no that remember um. Did I ever show you that music video? No. My daughter was in band. Yes. Yes, you did tell me. Yeah. I yeah, renamed, yeah, I, I renamed one about. of their. I recorded their concerts and I renamed one of the songs. I gave the. I gave the school band a band name. They were called uh, Sledgehammer Lobotomy. Yep. And the song was titled Attitude Adjustment. And I don't think many people caught the joke <laughs> between a lobotomy so. and an attitude adjustment. Except what a lobotomy did to you. They're like, oh, God, that's terrible. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> Thanks, Stacy. Goodbye. Okay, so um, Betty had begun having a series of very vivid dreams for five nights, and then they just stopped. Eventually, she wrote down all the details. And the dreams entailed them being surrounded by humanoid figures in uniforms, similar to military uniforms, at the roadblock, which was mentioned earlier. They turned off into... Mm-hmm. And led in a trance-like state into the forest and up a ramp into the craft. They were taken to separate rooms and examined by a new humanoid figure Betty dubbed the Examiner. Because she is clever. Yeah, she's real smart. <laughs> he examined her like a doctor would. He checked her eyes, nose, ears, throat. He also took samples of her hair and skin. Betty then engaged in conversation with a figure she referred to as the leader. <laughs> Again, amazing nicknames. <laughs> What would you call them? When she talked to them, the leader yep. spoke pretty f- normal English. English. Like he was, like he was, you know, American or something. America. She said that the examiner kind of had broken English. English. Yeah, like he didn't really have a grasp on the language. During the conversation, she asked where they came from, and he showed her a map with stars dotted on it. And he also gave her a book with strange symbols that he said she could take home. Soon a disagreement broke out amongst the figures, and the leader said she could no longer keep the book, and they were escorted off the craft. So the one piece of evidence that could prove all of this... The book. She wasn't allowed to take anymore. The damn book. <laughs> I like to imagine that he showed her a 2D rendering of the stars. <laughs> it was like, we live here. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Thanks. That comes up later, though. It's actually pretty interesting. So to add to the story, they mentioned how they... The drive home, you know, uh, it should have taken four hours. It took seven hours. Which that's there was a missing time. Yeah, three hours of missing time. They eventually agreed to hypnosis. Where are you going for four hours? I know they went to Niagara Falls, but like, why would you ever go to Niagara Falls if it's a four-hour trip? I had to drive up the fucking Tallahassee. Fuck that. It's a long ass drive. Yeah, I drove to New York. That's a long fucking drive. Hey, fuck that. Twenty-four hours straight. It's like twenty-two, I think. I drove to South Carolina, and I hated it. It sucks. You're in a car for seven hours. You're like, cool. 
Well, <laughs> time to listen to some books. Yeah, we brought a bunch of snacks and snacky wagons. They took turns driving. God, I wish I got to tur- switch out, but it was just me. It's hard to do a circle jerk alone. <laughs> it's just a line jerk. It's just masturbating, Nate. It's just masturbating. Is it? <laughs> yes, I, I think it would be. If you're so, <laughs> tired and your subconscious jerks you off, is that still masturbating? If you have split personalities and one of your other personalities masturbates you, is it a rape? I didn't consent to John doing this. <laughs> John's a fucking horny bastard. One day I would like to actually sit down with a psychiatrist and actually talk about this. I saw an interesting thing <laughs> where they were talking to a schizophrenic lady. Yes. And she will never answer one question people ask her about her condition. Which is? Where, you know, they see people, like, see things. Yeah. Where does the other personality go? Where, no, no, no. Oh. When she sees people, mm-hmm. if anybody ever asks her where that person is right now, where she's seeing it in the room, she will never answer that question. Oh, really? She said because... Like her other personalities are in the room with No, her. she doesn't have multiple personalities. She's schizophrenic. She sees things. Oh, she'll never answer where the people are? Well, and she explained why. So if I had schizophrenia and you asked me who I was seeing now and where they were, mm-hmm. and I said in that chair, and then you looked in that chair... Now it ties reality to her. Oh, so her line of reasoning was, I don't want to make it worse. Yes. By she doesn't want people... Giving it form, kind of. Yeah, basically. That's... If people start looking at it, she won't be able to tell if it's fake or not. That's interesting. Because she sees it as real. Right. So if they look at it, now it's... She won't be able to know if that's now real it's... or not. Now and it becomes more physical. Yeah. So that's she won't ever point out... She won't answer that question. Because imagine that that would fuck you up because now you don't know if that's real or not. And now you're like... If that person's over there going like this to someone and they're not noticing it, then obviously it's part of your, you know, yeah. your condition. I was giving him fingers in the air. They can't see. I, I know. <laughs> if it's someone's a... doing something distracting and you're schizophrenic and nobody else notices it, they're not there. Sure. So that she won't do it because then it, people, if people look, then they're engaging with her schizophrenic vision and it fucks that's with it. Wild. That's wild. That's actually a lot of very sense. smart. It is. She just fucking punches everybody that asks her. You real? Bam! Oh, You are. Stop asking. So they eventually... Barney and <laughs> Betty eventually agreed to hypnosis. Barney about? was reluctant, but he agreed to put an end to Betty's dreams, which he considered were silly. So under hypnosis, Barney got... Silly woman. Yeah. How dare you? Barney got very emotional and recalled the events he had previously stated with a little more detail. Basically, he said the same shit. Mm-hmm. He now knew the binocular strap had broken when he ran from the UFO to the car, and he had kept his eyes closed during much of the abduction out of fear. He recalled driving away from the UFO, but then being compelled to drive into the woods where they encountered the six figures at the roadblock, who then led them onto the craft, and they were telling them to remain calm. His description of the figures also matched Betty's while she was under hypnosis. He recalled laying on a table, uh, he said a rectangle table, he recalled a cup-like object being placed over his genitals and thinking that they had taken a sperm sample, but he clearly remembers he did not orgasm. Because that's the only possible way in the 60s to get a sperm sample out of someone. Oh, God, that reminds me of a comment I read somewhere, and I don't know if I want to say it out loud. It was about something along those lines about ejaculation. 
it was a man who was like, what do you mean you didn't ejaculate? You've had seven kids. The man assumed a girl must ejaculate in order to get pregnant. The, the girl has the to? The girl. Oh. Yeah. The... And the and the girl was like, oh, you sweet summer child. I saw one, they were just talk, they were talking about something. I can't remember, fuck, I can't remember the full details. All the weird beliefs people had. Like, yeah, people have some She weird had sex beliefs. with someone, and he basically said, you know, I want you to just drink a cup of apple cider vinegar to make sure you don't get pregnant. Or something like that. Oh my god, that's so weird. There was something weird she had to we drink. We have some weird ways of like... She knew it was stupid. Yeah. He believed it. Drink this apple cider vinegar so you won't get pregnant. Okay, so he what? also recalls something being inserted into his anus for a moment. Some <laughs> someone was for running away. Counting it. That exactly. <laughs> Some fucking run away. Oh I could have done this gently. Could have used a smaller probe. <laughs> someone was counting his vertebrae too. He remembers feeling them touching all the way up his vertebrae. Unlike Betty, Barney had said he couldn't understand the language, it just sounded like mumbling. When Betty was under hypnosis, her story was similar to her dreams with some differences. The tech on the craft was different, the figures differed in appearance, and the sequence of abduction was different. Although there were some differences, her hypnosis account and Barney's actually did match up. So either they told each other the story over and over and over so much it got in their subconscious and stayed, or something happened. She was given a post-hypnotic suggestion that she would be able to remember the star chart and be able to draw it and she did although when she described the star chart there was tons of stars and when she drew it there was only a few i think it was like 12 or something it's a lot of stars she recalled that she was told that the dots in the drawing were stars and the lines were trade routes <laughs> stars implying they were suns right so different i got you galaxies systems yeah what what did you say I galaxies, said galaxies. <laughs> The hypnotist Simon concluded that Barney's session was possibly fantasy inspired by Betty's dreams, but Barney pointed out that they couldn't be right because there were differences between the two, and if it was inspired by hers, it would have been exactly the same. Exactly the same, yeah. Makes sense. And then Barney finally began to believe that he was, in fact, inducted. After the hypnosis session, they resumed their normal lives, and they didn't seek out any publicity. Though within a few years, there was news articles that came out about them. There was a book that came out about their story. The Star Trek Betty Drew was also published in one of the books, and I thought this was kind of interesting. An elementary school teacher who read the book became kind of like obsessed with the Star Chart. Mm-hmm. So she started contacting astronomy societies and getting star charts, and she started hanging beads from string in her house to recreate these star charts right. from our star charts, ones that we know are real. Right, right, right. And she would do the proper distances and everything. And then she, she would, 3D rendered she the star them, chart? The ceiling, yeah. Oh, my God. And then uh, she would move around the room at different angles looking at Betty's star right. chart to see if it actually matched up anywhere, and she found a match. Okay. Mm. That doesn't she assumed What she did, she assumed one of the main stars on Betty's chart had to be our sun. Right. So she used that a as point a, of a focal point. Yeah. She looked around from that point of view at each one I of the dots, see if anything matched. I got you. And you know, she it is a bit weird one. to have a two D rendering of a three D. Well, there space. was distances drawn between the stars 
I got you. On the oh, chart. okay. So she was using those distances with the real star chart distances and the bead placements. Can fly through space, but yet uses paper. Yeah. Well, she didn't say it was paper. She's, it, Betty it, said she, he pulled something down that had the star chart, then he put it back up. Chalkboard. <laughs> no, it was one of those old ones. Like the, you pull it down and you guess. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and he let go and it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, uh, a projector screen. Yeah, like that, yeah. Uh, all of our schools used to have maps like that. We actually had, when I went to history, one of my history classes was like 8th or ninth grade, his fucking map of America still had an ice sheet on it. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, it showed like ice sheets. Yeah. We had like the science one for our history class. It showed like the ice sheets from the fucking ice age. And the thing was all like yellowed and old and shit. <laughs> he always laughed about it. He's like, yeah, and this is the ice sheet from the... So-and-so Ice Age. <laughs> That's kind of goofy. So this elementary school teacher's name was Marjorie Fish. So she did all that shit. That poor, poor lady. Oh, I think it's kind of cool she did that. No, that so, poor, poor lady, her name is Fish. Oh, yeah. So I think it's, like I said, I think it's pretty cool she found an actual match. But Carl Sagan said it was little more than random alignment and chance points. It, it could be. And tried to discredit it. But this is where it gets interesting, too. I wouldn't automatically offhandly say it's wrong. I'm just saying it could be. Even into the early 90s, they were still trying to discredit. Wow, that's kind of wild when you think about it. Why so, would you try so hard to discredit something? Yeah, you're trying too hard now to prove something wrong. Like I said, I even read it here. It seems it makes it more plausible that she actually found the right stars if they're still trying to shit on it. Yeah. Because if you proved it wrong, you fucking proved it wrong. It'd be like the powder on a dress. If you already figured out what the fuck it is, nobody else is going to test it. True. Very true. Um, also, this is fucking stupid. People even tried to discredit the whole account by saying it was a hallucination brought on due to stress of being an interracial couple. Uh, if it was that stressful, they probably wouldn't have gotten together. <laughs> it, that's... Pr- I mean, stress doesn't cause hallucina- hallucinations... To that extent? No. And, it, like, if it was that fucking horrible, they wouldn't have gotten together in the first place. Yeah. They would have been pushed away or, you know. If they had so much stress that they can lose four hours of time and hallucinate a whole... Th- how did they ever have kids? Where'd or... the powder come from? The hallucination. Barney was shooting blanks. I guess. I guess. It's um, been so long. It's... This isn't the people I thought it was, so I don't actually hate these people. Okay. <laughs> it's another people that were abducted. Are they completely obviously fake? No, oh. they they one lady was pregnant and she said she was inseminated by them. Did you hear about? And she said it was basically their new Christ and like a whole bunch of other shit. Did you hear about the and like woman? they saw like a, a, an alien outside their? It's really weird and I hate those people. Did you hear about the woman in Indonesia? I think it was Indonesia just recently. No, she was at like church or something, and she laid down outside, and she felt the wind blow, like right up her legs, up her skirt, mm-hmm. all over her body. And she said she got pregnant from the wind. Six hours later, she gave birth. That's a not long... Um, what's the period? Gestation. Gestation period? Yes, it's very fast. It's a fucking... Six fruit hours? Fly. Swarm of fruit flies inseminated her. Yeah. She did she show it. before? Or did she just like... Yeah, I, apparently, even her doctor didn't know she was pregnant before this. That's pretty intense. So she believes that it's... Uh, the wind impregnated her? What's the baby going to look like? That it's like? like a god, basically. I wonder what the baby's going to look like. A fruit fly? Four arms. Could come out blue and four arms. Shiva. Vishnu. Vishnu, yeah. 
Both. They're both. So anyway, that's pretty much their story. So I wanted to add, because I mentioned earlier, there's other sources. I, don't, I didn't mention I had it written. There's other sources, if you ever want to look into this. There's a book that was released in 1966 called The Interrupted Journey, mm-hmm. which is about them, and it was a bestseller. There was a made-for-TV movie in 1975 called The UFO Incident. And in 2016, they were talking about making a new film. Hmm. Always good when it's a also, made to... Go on. <laughs> there's more. But wait! But wait! There's more! There's more! Betty's notes and tapes on what had happened to her, everything she wrote down, are on permanent collection at the University of New Hampshire. And the site of the craft's first approach towards them has now been marked with an historical landmark marker in 2011. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. So if you stop at the... It says it was like a scenic park you could pull over at. Mm -hmm. If you stop there, there's a marker now as a site of historical relevance. Yeah, but these aren't the people I thought it was initially. Because there's another group of people these that These are not were... the droids you were looking for. Thanks, I appreciate it. Uh, there's another... Sorry. <sighs> there's another group that were abducted, and she had, like, been impregnated by these aliens. And it was... It's a weird case, uh, and I'll find out what their name was. Is it was. good? Why do you hate them? Let's get to that. Because they're black. No, they were... <laughs> Your eyes go so wide when I said that. No, they were Irish, I think, or Scottish. I'm fucking Irish, so you're going to hate me because I'm yeah. Irish? No, that's Fuck not why you. I hate them. But um, <laughs> Ginger Bear's going to kick your ass. <laughs> I don't like them because they were very... They like, were extremely trying to like milk it. Oh, like it was all about the publicity, yeah. which makes it look like a lot of bullshit. Yes. That's why I like these guys because they didn't want it. They just like, went back to their all lives. All their evidence they had initially was very interesting and very convincing, but later on, there's, like, video evidence that showed up out of nowhere, and it was very obviously a fake. Video evidence of them making a craft of paper no, machine in the garage? it was an alien looking into uh, their window, but then running away. And it was, like, it was a whole lot of, like, initially, they were very credible, and it was it made a lot of sense. And yeah, but once you start seeking publicity, I lose all credit for you. Yeah. That's, that's why I like The Hills, because it's like, no, we're going back to our lives. Fuck this shit. That's kind of why I didn't like them. And there's some more things that happened with them. I'm just, I don't like them. I'll, I'll figure out what they were, what their names were, and tell you later. We were weed eating yesterday at work. Uh-huh. And I forgot my bandana and my fucking safety glasses. You, you, you know, I don't like to weed eat without safety glasses. It sucks. I mean, a lot, some people do do it there, but doing art and shit and playing video games, mm-hmm. I want my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need my eyes. So uh, I called uh, my sweet ginger bear. I asked him to bring out my bandana and my glasses. He brings them out, and I still have my good hat on, too. So I, I'm like, well, I, I got distracted when I was getting ready in the morning at work, getting shit ready. I forgot to take off my good hat shit. So I'm like, I'm going to leave my hat in your car. I'm like, you can wear it if you want. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, sure, you don't want to use it. You don't want to look cool and pick up some chicks? He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm like, yeah, if you want to. I don't think he needs to pick up any more chicks. He has enough kids. We were talking about that yesterday, how if uh, he can never leave. what like he not that he wants to leave right girlfriend wife they're married aren't they but they consider themselves husband and wife that's i mean at that point you might as well be married but with six kids if you leave pretty much even after they take your whole paycheck for child support you're still gonna owe money yeah he's like yeah you pretty much are gonna just go to jail just do not pass go go straight to jail yeah okay what do you got okay to continue Mount Shasta, 
Do you know what um, Lemuria is? Lemuria? Labia? What? <laughs> no, I don't know what Lemuria is. Okay, so... Let me see if you're saying it right first, because I might know what it is. No, I'm Lemuria. not. I don't need to look at it. Lemuria. <laughs> it's spelled differently in two different Lemuria. ways. Lemuria. That's a weird word. Lemuria. Um, okay, so Lemuria. So, what I have read... The theory was a scientist, a zoologist, Philip Sclater, put this theory forward because he found fossils in both Madagascar and in India, but the same kind of animals and creatures, but didn't find it anywhere in uh, Africa or the Middle East. So he theorized there was a, another continent connected which uh, these creatures came from good theory but we have that pangea this was before pangea so it was another continent before pangea yes well no this was before the theory of pangea oh, okay 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 so sorry we have the idea we already know no. the theory that the yes, we're yes. all combined it, so I, I'm, about, I'm gonna go over that as well basically okay. this was then later on dismissed and thrown out because we already have like better information about that, and it's the Pangea, and that would explain a lot more of it. But his initial theory was that there was another continent um, known as Lemuria that was connected and eventually broke away and then sunk into the ocean. When the lemurs decided they want to go off on their own. Yep. Anyways, from that, people then started saying Lemuria, was, and you, of course, know what. Atlantis is mm-hmm. the theory behind Atlantis. People were saying the same thing about Lemuria. It's on the bottom of the ocean somewhere. That it was a giant s- advanced civilization that used to exist. I and usually can tell if it's an advanced civilization by an animal I find. No. People Look, a lizard. That must be from an advanced society somewhere that has sunk. The guy who came up with Lemuria theory. Did not say that there was an advanced civilization. People then used that to as a catalyst for other wild. That animals. lizard is too clean to be a wild lizard. Oh fuck you! <laughs> You're making connections where there are none. It's all my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, people thought there was another civilization similar to uh, Atlantis, where they were extremely advanced, and they eventually fell into the ocean. Actually, people believe that they were around the same time. Like, Atlantis and Lemuria were like... Could they possibly be the same place, just different names? No. The theory was there were two separate civilizations that... Two Atlantises that fought. Yes, actually. They were like Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII. They were the schools that would like fly and fight each other. So this is the quote that I found that people said about Atlantis and Lemuria and why they fell. Um, Dissension between the two, Atlantis and Lemuria, rose regarding the development of the evolution of the civilizations, meaning other humans, us, before we started becoming into fruition. Lemurians believe that the other less evolved cultures should be left alone to continue their own evolution at their own pace, according to their own understanding and pathway, whereas the Atlanteans believe that less evolved creatures should come should be controlled by the two more evolved civilizations. The argument over the ideology resulted in several thermonuclear wars, <laughs> which is really funny that this is their conclusion. They had water-propelled rockets, they'd pump them with their foot. Yeah. <laughs> 
thermal nuclear wars, which <laughs> I think they would be both the continents plates, and the wars were over the uh, after the dust settled. There were no winners, only death, destruction, and further debasing of the human spirit. And the point of that both sides realize the futility of the such behavior. I'm pretty sure there'll still be uh, traces of thermonuclear yes. war. Yes, it just absolutely didn't happen. You sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Atlantis is real because Jason Momoa is Atlantean. Cool, thanks. I've seen the movie. <laughs> um, but that's what the Lemuria comes from. So a little, that's a little bit of background of the term Lemurians, which I'll get into. Um, after supposedly this war broke out. Are any ring-tailed Lemurians? Cool, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm going to circle back for a second. Lemuria is the continent that, according to the to a disproved scientific theory put forward in 1864 by zoologists, was located in and subsequently sank beneath the ocean, the Indian Ocean. The theory was proposed as an explanation for the presence of lemur fossils in both Madagascar and India. See? I, I, I didn't say you were wrong. I'm just saying... Fucking six foot tall bipedal lemurs. <laughs> but it was later. With nukes. But it was later defunct, and now the Pangea um, theory is more widely accepted. Because it actually makes sense. Because yes. the continents still shift. Yes. Fuck, what happened So the Lemurians decided to build a separate society inside Mount Shasta, where they would be safe from oh. any. Yes. So they live. Yes. With the devil and all the cocaine from those two guys. What? Stop it. I have no idea what you're talking you said about. the two guys jumped in. And they... Why would they have cocaine? Remember you said... They're medicine they, men. No, when you said they dove into the blow. I thought you said hole, but it sounded like you said blow. Okay, That's why Mount Shasta is different than the crater lake. I know. I'm just saying you said when they dove into the hole to sacrifice themselves, it sounded like you said blow, which cool. is where the whole cocaine cool. joke... Cool. I hate you sometimes. Paper cutting fucking eye. <laughs> Where they would be would safe hurt. from disruptions of the surface of the earth. The city of Talos was built inside Mount Shasta and was designed to house 200,000 Lemurians. Today is believed that Talos houses 1.5 million Lemurians inside Mount Shasta. Yet we can't detect them. You're right. Yes. We have no means of ground penetrating <laughs> devices of any sort. So the reason why people believe that there is Lemurians in Mount Shasta is because there was a man in 1899, Frederick Spencer Oliver, published a book called A Dweller on Two Planets, in which he claims that he was getting psychic signals to write, and he was in communications with it. Wow. Okay. And basically he started, um, what's it called? It's not free writing. It's called something else. You know what I'm talking about? Spirit writing. Yeah, we just write from your... Yes. Comes, you kind but, of, it, it, but it wasn't a spirit. It right. was he's being... You don't communi- think you just let your hand go. Yep, he's being communicated with a Lemurian, and he... I mean, was, you could just go and put a glass up to the mountain and listen. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but there was a lot of, actually, people uh, around the mountain, the cities around the mountain, said they would see, like, weird... Uh, white cloaked figures just hanging out on the mountain at times that people then believed to be Lemurians and like a whole bunch of other weird shit would happen. There's one guy I read who had a, a 
a telescope pointed at the mountain at all times, and he was constantly looking for like an entrance way into the mountain. Didn't find one, but it was interesting. I get. Um, but he wrote up the the uh, Frederick Spencer wrote a book about how the Morians live there and they have these advanced technologies and all this other stuff, which is quite interesting. Which is very interesting considering that another man came out of the mountain. Uh, in 1904, of the closet, saying he found a an abandoned city under Mount Shasta. And can he bring anybody there? So this gets interesting. <laughs> no, just I can't remember how to get in. <clears throat> he found an entrance way into Lost it. Lost my key. Uh, he was a, allegedly a prospector from uh, England, so people believe he was looking for gold in the mountains and all this other stuff. It's gold in them thar hills. So he's looking for. Just good places to mine. And he ran into an entrance, and once in there, he found large tunnel systems that led to abandoned rooms and light sconces. But the he light couldn't find it again, right? Were made out of. Let me finish. All right. Yes, he couldn't find it again. You're a pretty bad prospect if you can't find something you found. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I found the biggest vein of gold. Where was it? I don't remember. And it, well, actually, it wasn't that he couldn't find it again, is that he never could have I'll, I'll just get to it here in a minute but let me tell you what he found in the caves he found in the caves uh it was basically in abandoned rooms and there was light sconces made out of crystals uh he found shields he found skeletons and burial sites thermonuclear warheads uh yeah and some of the skeletons he said were t- 10 feet tall huge there was some graffiti that said fuck atlanteans that would have been funny <laughs> would have been fucking hilarious uh, <laughs> let's see if I can find any more. I found gold in it and mummies. Yep. And shields and some other stuff, but it was just abandoned uh, underground systems of caves. Okay. He leaves, tells everybody, everybody of course initially is like, yeah, okay, buddy. Um, 30 years later, he told the story to John C. Root he proceeded to gather an exploration team in uh, Stockton, California. About 80 people joined this team. But on the day they were supposed to head out, John C. Brown, which is the guy who, who found the initial uh, city, never showed up. Shit. Yeah. It's got a little out of my hand. Uh, out of control. It's like the guy who talked to people and they're running into Area 51. He's like, guys, I was joking. Stop. Yeah. He was never seen again. Yeah. Which is, like, he probably dipped. Yeah. I don't know why. The fucking guy who sold the fucking, you know how many times the fucking. uh, Eiffel Tower's been sold? No, the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh. That's where that that line came from. What line? When you tell someone that they fall for something stupid or something, you know, you say, if you believe that, I've got a bridge to sell you. I've never heard that. You never heard that? I've heard it a lot. It was a guy. They used to, people used to sell the bridge all the time. People used to sell the Eiffel Tower, yeah. and those people usually never heard from again. No, but it, it it's weird because I could have, if I was him, I would have, if I was lying, I would have went up there and tried for because it's thirty years later. I would have actually tried to look for it and would have would have like after a week of looking would have been like, I guess they buried it or maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> I would have ran away because he didn't gain any money out of this. 
No, but he's going to look like a fool when they prove him wrong. He's going to look like a fool when he leaves and hides. for. No, because he can just say, he, he can pop up in 30 years and say, oh, I was abducted by the Lemurians. Lemurians. They probed me and told me I can't <laughs> tell you where they live. But there's actually a large group of people who believe Lemurians. I'm glad you didn't mute anything. <laughs> My brother messaged me. I don't know why. Okay. And I was going to keep doing it. <laughs> I haven't talked to the kid in like a year, but keep texting. Um, but that that's some weird things that happen around Mount Shasta. Uh, and a lot of people believe Lemurians leave. Actually, I've heard some interesting stories of where people around Mount Shasta, the city, have seen these, like, seven feet tall, pale, blonde-haired people in white robes who would come into the store and buy things with pieces of, like, chunks of gold. <laughs> and then disappear. That's kind of neat. Yeah. I'm going to open a store over there. That's a good catch. <laughs> uh, but I don't know how freaking it was, but I did see some people say that they've been told stories of that. Man, he just... just... No, he's just going to fucking bomb me with about some stupid fucking movie he saw online now. And he oh, can't... somebody's underground movies are better than their Hollywood ones. No, he's one of those people that can't just put one complete thought in one text message. Yeah, so he has to send you 30. Yeah. That's Mount Shasta, by the way. Some weird things happen around it. It's kind of like a giant hot zone of weird things. Like there it's is like Bigfoot sightings my pulse or something. Yeah, it does look like you're trying to check your pulse or you hurt your arm. Yeah. There's Bigfoot sightings. There's UFO sightings. People believe little Morians live there. A lot of people go out there for meditational, like spiritual experiences. Um, don't do that unless you get permission from the actual indigenous people because i'm pretty sure it is still owned by them also don't go to that island and try and convert people you'll get shot with arrows okay that's a weird connection it took me a second to figure out what you're talking about yeah it popped in my head earlier when you were talking about okay i'm glad you brought that up they're native americans they're not like backwater like spear fucking they're all tribal people they are tribal, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're the same. Do you think Native Americans still go around with their bows and arrows and shoot at people? Yeah. <laughs> of course God. not. God. What's wrong with you? This is why people hate That's us. why we don't go to the reserves. <laughs> it's all crazy. We're all riding around on fucking horses, hooting, hollering, patting their mouths. That, I'm pretty sure, might be slightly racist. Text messaging each other with smoke? I don't even know what the fuck's Text going on. Text messaging each other with smoke. <laughs> oh, there fuck. is a, There are no. people... Oh, no, no, no. There's people up in Marion Oaks. They built, like, this... It's it's weird looking. They built this, like, kind of, like, Indian-type hut in their backyard. A teepee? No, no. It's all wood. But the weird thing is, what? Like you think you would build it with the logs, like long ways, mm-hmm. but they actually shaved the logs and they stacked them as like discs, and then they burned it down on accident, trying to send smoke signals. What the fuck is wrong with Marion Oaks? And then Oaks? there's a new place up there. Um, Marion right, Oaks is fucking so right down from the shop. Wild. You go down Piney. Uh, Piney. I think right? so. You take a left, and there was a lot of. Uh, wooded lot there mm-hmm. but now it's empty only the inside there's like a spot where it's the trees are gone so you can drive up and in there and there's an empty lot in there and there's a trailer and they're in there 
two people like live in there in a little like trailer and they're cutting down the trees by themselves and burning them is that and they're keeping legal? the trees all the way around it i i'm assuming they bought the lot yeah but but you i was wondering if, burn but shit. there was smoke everywhere so i was wondering if they were sending smoke signals to the people on the other side of marion oaks <laughs> <laughs> marion oaks is weird is fucking there was a drive by another one no there was one on monday like two blocks Holy from where shit. i was working then wednesday morning we were in the office and we heard a helicopter circling around the shop. Nice. And we went outside and we looked up and it was circling around the shop and hovering right above the shop. Joseph said he heard a pop outside. He said it was definitely a gun. You know, Joseph used to be like a sharpshooter and shit. So I'm yeah. pretty sure he knows what a gun sounds like. I, once so you he went and locked guns, the fucking gate. You kind of have a good idea. He actually it. went and locked the gate. He locked the gate? In case the person can't. Think about how if you shot somebody and you want to get away, steal a county truck. Drive down the road to um, speed limit. People are going to. I have a quick question. The gate only opens with a code anyways. It's already No, locked. it's broken right now. Oh, is it really? Yes. We have to leave it open all day long. Holy shit. We have to pull the pin on the, the gate and push, yeah. leave it open. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. A, and uh, Sherry's not there, so we can't get it fixed. We worked all week with the gate just broken. Where'd she go? She went on vacation. Oh. So yeah, the gate's been broken all week. It's just been so, you guys and Joseph? He's the he's mid oh boss now. Oh my god, that must be amazing. Actually, it's fine with her now. Yeah. She's really chill now. Every day, like, the secretary brings donuts in. Oh, shit, I could entirely forgot you guys have a secretary. Yeah, and, like, uh, Joseph worked out stuff with Sherry where, like, every She's... three sections, mm-hmm. if we do a good job, there's going to be, like, a little, like, they're going to have lunch for us on one day. And... Nice. Yeah, it's all been really chill and relaxed lately. That's pretty dope. But, yeah, he went and locked the gate because he heard the gun and he saw the helicopter circling pretty much right above us. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to lock this gate. Yeah. Not gonna make it easy for people to get. Yeah, I would to truck. tell my father, like, think about it. If you just shot somebody, you want to get away, come in there with a gun, take the county truck, drive the speed limit. <laughs> Nobody's gonna second look at a county truck. Yeah, it's gonna take a while till the plate gets out there. Well, a lot of our county trucks do have GPSs on them. <laughs> they do. Yeah. You say no, but they, they also do. they also tell you that the recycling centers have cameras, so you can't throw shit into the dumpsters. No, I will tell you this. <laughs> I think about 40% don't. Most of them it's do. It's usually the bigger ones. Though. Not our little MST is no. not getting a fucking No, GPS. probably not MST. But I know all the trucks I drive do, but they're not turned on. Yeah. That's the only problem. Because they don't want to pay for it. Well, there's no point. Well, I mean, to see if people are actually doing what they're fucking supposed to do. Yeah, that's true. I know the trucks I drive do, because I can see it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's not turned on. But it's not turned on, I'm like, this is funny. But anyway, we gotta get going, because my anxiety is going nuts. Is it really? Yeah. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Arcanum Obscura. If you would like to contact us or just follow our social medias, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at arcanumobscura. Our Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. If you like us, leave a like, follow us, review us, tell your friends, tell contact your family. Contact us if you want. Contact, I, if you have ideas, send yep. them in. I'm always up for... Tell us to shut up, stop making these because it annoys you. <laughs> we do something yep. that you don't like for some reason. And I hope and you... And you want to cancel culture us. <laughs> Fuck, don't even start with that cancel culture shit. Don't want to talk about it. In closing, I got a question for you. Okay. Um... When yeah. you get surgery, okay, they call in an anesthesiologist. This is going to be a dumb 
question, isn't it? Can you be a euthanasiologist? Euthanasiologist? Can I or can people? Can people. No. Why not? Because those are vets. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 